Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Thursday. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Hall of Famer Chris Weber will join us coming up in a little bit. And big shot Bob, Robert Ori Oreo, seven-time NBA champ, will join us coming up. Final hour of the program. Folks in Los Angeles, you can exhale. Just imagine if LeBron didn't hit that shot last night and it went the other way. How would you feel today? But that 34-foot heave was the difference in the Lakers' win over the Warriors last night, and LeBron said it felt good taking that first postseason punch. This is what he had to say after his game winner. Well, the first thing I did when KCP kicked uh, kicked it out, I looked at the shot clock. Um, I saw it was, uh, I had to get it up, uh, at least get up on the rim. Um, Second thing I saw was three rims, uh, you know, from being uh, poked in the aisle in that previous possession when I drove to the hole and then in transition. So I just aimed for the middle one. Well, the thinking is now that the Warriors took them to the brink in a play-in game. So they got to be ready for the postseason, right? I've been saying all along, Clippers didn't want to face the Lakers. I would want to face them early. I don't want to face them later. But now the Phoenix Suns are in the on-deck circle to face the Lakers. LeBron, you can understand why the Laker fans would be a little nervous. If you watched last night, James and Anthony Davis started out very cold. Lakers might need a little time. They move on to face the second-seeded Suns. And the Lakers are going to be favorites. But after the play-in game, you get the feeling anything's possible in the Western Conference playoffs. I don't think home court advantage is an advantage. Lakers-Warriors, great prelude. We're going to talk about the play-in game, and we're going to talk about the play-in tournament. But, you know, we're basing this off the results. It was Golden State versus the Lakers. It was LeBron versus Steph. That's why this was interesting. Memphis and San Antonio, close game, not interesting. LeBron wasn't kidding about taking a punch, though. He actually took that hit from Draymond Green. But now the Lakers, they know how to win in these moments. They're a little wobbly, but they're still going to be a hard team to knock out. Here's Steph Curry after witnessing up close and personal LeBron's game winner. 
a great shot. Uh, broken play. I sunk in thinking, you know, he was kind of out of play, and they found him. He got his balance just in time and knocked it down. So, uh, you know, that's a, that was a tough one because you, you don't really expect it to go in. You expect us to get the rebound, come down in transition, have a possession to uh, to take the lead. But, you know, everything changes when it goes in. You know, all-time great players make great shots. That's what, that's what happens. Yep. You can't lose LeBron on the floor, and Steph did. Now, it's looked like a desperation heave there, a 34-footer. For Steph, that's a good shot. For LeBron, desperation shot, yes, but it went in. Why is it that when LeBron makes these shots that they're not good shots or desperation? If somebody else does, we go, yeah, good shot there. If Dame Lillard hits that shot, we go, yeah, that's, 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 that's what Dame does. Steph does that. LeBron hit a big shot. Yeah. Like it or not, hit a big shot, took the big shot there. And uh, now they'll move on. They get the Phoenix Suns. As for Golden State, Steph Curry was wonderful again last night. And now they move on. They have to play Memphis. And whoever wins gets in and faces the Utah Jazz. Watching Golden State last night, I know that we sort of have painted this picture that it's Steph Curry and nobody else out there. First of all, Draymond Green was controlling the tempo of the game, believe it or not, and he didn't score a field goal. He played wonderful defense on Anthony Davis and LeBron James. He really did. Passing the ball, rebounding, being a nuisance there. Uh, Andrew Wiggins played well. There's probably a lot of people who watched basketball last night who haven't been watching basketball and probably went, who is Jordan Poole? Wait, is that Key and Peel? Wait. Wait, I'm confused here. Who are these guys? Kent Bazemore. Uh, we know Draymond. You know Steph. But, you know, Wiggins was a Timberwolf a few years ago. Former number one pick in the draft. I like how people coming out today saying, I told you he could play. He's the number one pick in the draft. He should be able to play. The interesting part, he's only 26 years of age. And, you know, maybe they have something there. Maybe. You know, Wiseman obviously went out there, uh, their rookie, but maybe they have something there. But the window of opportunity is probably about two years, maybe three years, it feels like. Yes, McLovin. It's always you say, maybe they have something, then if you add clay. That's always yes. a sentence you put in. Yes. They Got kept it. showing him last night on the sideline. Is that, looks like, is that a potential champion? Is it the window a championship window for two years? I thought that they would compete for the title this year. I thought with with Clayback, with Steph, Draymond, uh, hoping you got something out of Wiseman, and and it felt like they they were starting to find a little bit more depth on that team. I thought that they would compete for the title this year. This program brought to you by Simply Safe isn't just award-winning security systems that keep your family safe. They offer a team of highly trained security experts. For when you need them the most, go to simplysafedan.com today. Customize your system, get a free security camera. So we'll talk to C Webb. He'll join us uh, coming up here in about 15 minutes. Say good morning to our radio affiliates, numbering nearly 400 around America Fox Sports Radio lineup, iHeart Radio, and Peacock's our TV partner. You can stream all three hours and you can do so for free. Just download the app. McLovin, poll question today. Before I give you the poll question, okay. can I ask a favor? Yes, you can. 
And can I make a fan base mad? Can you use your considerable influence mm. to just advance the Warriors into the playoffs? I, I know the Grizzlies are a nice young team, but come on, we got to see Steph keep on going and give the Grizzlies a couple years to keep building. There's only so much I can do. <laughs> I, I can't fix that game, but if you want to see a game like the old NBA where nobody's shooting threes, Memphis and San Antonio last night was boring. John Morant's fun, but I'm I'm watching the Spurs. When's the last time you watched the Spurs game and you see Greg Popovich and he's coaching in sort of a meaningless game, irrelevant team? They were 33 and 39, but he had about a 20, 21, 22-year run where Pop was always coaching in meaningful games. But that team doesn't shoot threes. Memphis doesn't shoot threes. So when when somebody says, oh, too many threes. Okay, I'll give you not enough threes because that's what that was last night. I went, uh, not fun. And I started wondering, when the Spurs lost and Pop walks off the floor, I wondered, does he coach again? I mean, they're not close to winning anything. I know he lost his wife recently. I don't know how important this is to him. I don't know if he wants to turn it over to Becky Hammond. I don't know. But I got that feeling last night. And look, I don't call for people to retire. You go as long as you want. But Pop, I think, is uh, early 70s. And I don't know what he wants to do. He's a very interesting guy off the field, has other interests. But I just, I was watching and going, I wonder if that's the last time we're seeing with the San Antonio Spurs. Or he might go, I don't want to go out that way. And that's part of the issue with anybody who's thinking about retiring. Can I go out on top? I can't go out on top. Well, I can't go out with a first round exit. We didn't even make it in the playoffs. And you watch the team. That you know, what are you building on? What free agents are you getting? Who's coming to San Antonio? And you look at the West, and the West is going to be ultra competitive for the next couple of years. And I just wondered, not that Pop's going to go, oh, you know, I'm intimidated or I'm afraid of uh, what these other teams are like or how young or they're superstars. But this is a coach who coached relevant games, had relevant teams, had star power. He doesn't have that in San Antonio. What else do you have, McLovin? Quick, another quick question. So they didn't make the playoffs this year. That's how everyone said. So you're in the playing game tournament. You're not in the playoffs. No, but it's not doesn't count towards your regular season stats. So what is it? It's this weird little limbo. Well, you don't make the NCAA tournament if you're the first four. You don't. No, you make the tournament when you get through the first four. I think. Are you sure? I mean, you could be right, but you to the 68, it's a field of 68 now. It's not a field of 64. You're in the tournament if you're in the play-in, aren't you? I don't know. Why, why are you playing in to get into, you're playing in to get into what? Yeah. I mean, it, it, okay, maybe it's officially, technically you're in the tournament, but I never feel that way when I watch the play-in games. I'm like, they're playing in to get into the tournament. Yeah, Paul. So who will be the champion of the State Farm play-in tournament? Are the Lakers the champ because now they don't have to play anymore? Or does the winner of the mm. Warriors-Grizzlies become the champion of the play-in tournament? 
But then co-champs? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you raise a banner? We got to make shirts for the champions T-shirts. of the State Farm Play-In Tournament. State Farm Play-In Tournament. Right, yeah, hang the banner. Yeah, yeah, McLeod. And don't forget, Boston is co-champion. If Boston, the Lakers, champions. Yeah. The way it should be, NBA history. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I can see that. Okay. Eastern Conference playing game champion. State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter handles at DP Show. Phone number 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Yes, Todd. They can't be considered playoff games because you don't know who the seven or eight seeds are yet. So just, just that fact alone, it used to be one through eight is in, but you, those teams that are playing may not be seven, they may not be eight, they may not be anything, so they're not officially in the playoffs because they don't have any seed yet. Thank you, Todd. Yes, Paul? Todd's kind of right. These games count as nothing as of right now. The NBA has said these games, whatever stats you have in these games, are kind of in the ether. They don't count as playoff stats. Mm. And they don't count as regular season stats. So Jason Tatum's 50-point game the other day is just a record for the play-in tournament. Yeah, but LeBron had the 127th triple-double of his career. Doesn't count. because it, it, let's, let's say LeBron had 12 career playoff triple-doubles. This would not count as one of them. Oh. It is a... I think Jeff Van Gundy was upset about this last night. Ooh. Don't want to make These Jeff stats Van- don't count for anything. Grizzlies face the Warriors on Friday night. PGA Championships underway. Pacers at the Wizards. Yeah. Yeah? No? Isn't this the... Let's tune in to watch Russell Westbrook Jr. the third. Because he got all of this attention. Triple-double record. Maybe the second or third greatest point guard of all time. Let's watch him during the postseason. Didn't do well. Kind of wobbly in... uh, in the first game against the Celtics, and now you got the Pacers, the Pacers who put up 144 points on my Hornets, and now it's the Wizards against the Pacers. All right. I uh, had another no-hitter last night. You know, you get those alerts on your phone, or a friend will say, hey, ninth inning, Corey Kluber, Yankees, yes, network. I said to Paulie, well, did you turn over? And Paulie goes, No. I had the remote actually in my hand, not figuratively, <laughs> literally in one hand. I was like, this game, this basketball game is pretty good. I'm not going to switch. But it's a, it's a no-hitter still. Eh. Like, have we gotten to the point where no-hitters are like home runs? Where Call, we go? Can you text me when there's a hitter? <laughs> How about a game with hits? Let me know what, like a 12-hit game. Uh, yes, Tom. I was disappointed in myself when I got that alert years ago. I'd be like, wow, and then you try to find it or a clip of it or see if it's still going on. Instead, my attitude was, really? Like another one? And then I went right back to Lakers-Warriors. <laughs> We're annoyed by no-hitters. Like, oh, God. How many no-hitters this month? So that's six no-hitters so far this season. The Rangers, Indians, and Mariners have all been no-hit twice this season. No, they had not twice. Yes. Yeah. Those are the teams that have been no hit this season. Yes. Yeah, there is something strange about being like, Hey, you have to turn this on. No one's hitting. <laughs> like, it sounds like exactly like the worst thing you'd want to watch. Yeah. Like no one's even gotten a hit yet. You got to see this. Uh, uh, you still got to tune in for it. Hurry up guys. Nothing's happening. It's right. It's, it's, yeah. it's still, it's a no hitter. He's just throwing pitches. No one's hitting. It's awesome. <laughs> like, because you only care about really the last batter. I mean, you might care of that if there's something that's dangerous, you know, a great play, whatever. But you're kind of tuning in to go ninth inning, last three batters. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I was fine with it. It's history. Corey, Corey Kluber's got two Cy Youngs. 
Yeah, Paul. It's always weird. It must have been weird at Sports Center when someone had to cut highlights of a no hitter, and he's out, and he's out again. Well, there's normally one or two plays in a no hitter that you're going to show, and there might be a hit by pitch or a walk, or it might be a wild pitch on a strikeout, great catch, whatever. There's going to be something, and then you're going to show: Does this guy is he dealing? Is he striking out people? Or are they putting it in play? So you can you can dress up a highlight with the no-hitter. Yes, McLovin. I learned a little about Corey Kluber last night. He is a humorless man. And I don't mean that. It's all, he's one of those pitchers. They're like, they're like, so no, you know, you're not supposed to talk to a pitcher during a no-hitter. Apparently, you don't get near Corey Kluber on game day. He's one of those guys. Oh. Which reminded me of that story where you came up to Randy Johnson. Oh. You know, so some pitchers just don't have a routine you can't get near them i think he's one of those guys yeah i got i got set up by uh, the diamondbacks when we were at wrigley field that was when luis gonzalez and mark grace said hey go go say hello to unit and i had no idea that you do not approach randy johnson on game day when he's pitching and i walk over there and go uh hey unit hey hey just coming over to say hello yeah and I turn around, I can hear Mark Grace and Luis Gonzalez giggling. And I turn around and Randy Johnson's not pleased at him, with him. And I went, I'll be damned. They set me up. Go over there and say hello to Randy Johnson. Got my game face on. Imagine if I had that, you know, when I'd go to Sports Center, you know, I'd have my game face. Don't talk to me. I'm in character here. After 10 o'clock at night, when I get my makeup on, that's my game face. Like, they, they had to put my game face on on SportsCenter. Yes. And not only that, were you so focused on, on show day that you had to do that, but that you couldn't, for five days leading up to it, be thrown out of your routine before you did the show. Uh, hey, guys, it's three days out. I got a long toss today or else I'm never going to be right for, you know, Sunday. Pitchers are such high maintenance oh, with that. they by far the biggest divas in sports. Yeah. When when you would try to interview somebody, they weren't even pitching that day. And then they go, uh, no, I can't today. I don't want to break up my routine. <laughs> I'm like, what did, what's your routine? And then they would run the uh, foul poles. They'd be in the outfield just running back and forth. And there'd be a long toss. And uh, their side work, as they would call uh. it. <laughs> and I go... So you, you don't have like five minutes, like seven, three minutes? Yes, Todd. Would you ever want that type of rep, reputation as focused as you are on whatever your superstition or routine is? Because you hear about like these talk show hosts, you can't talk to them in the hall, you can't look them right in the eyes, it's like an eclipse. They get really upset, it screws them up. They're such a big deal, you can't go anywhere near them or engage them in conversation. Yes, Paul. Years ago, I worked at CBS Sports, and in the off uh, months, I would help out over at CBS News to pick up extra dough. I worked for about a month on, is it CBS This Morning? Whatever their morning show is. Remember yeah. Bryant Gumbel? Well, Martha Stewart was also on that show. Wait, Bryant Gumbel was? I think way, way back when Bryant Gumbel was on that morning Did show. Did he leave the Today Show and go to CBS? I think so. He was at CBS for a while. Mar this is a long time ago. Huh. Martha Stewart did a regular segment on that show. And a producer pulled me aside and says, don't go up and say good segment. Don't go up and give her notes. She has a producer that works with her. Mm. Don't get in her way. Mm. I was told I was given a nice riot act. They told me, hey. But they, they only told you that with that guest? They didn't tell you to not make contact with anybody else? No. And she was like a, not like a recurring member of the team, almost mm. Martha Stewart. Okay. But uh, Brian Gumbel was also a guy that uh, 
wasn't chatty with people that weren't his people, mm. but I was never told not to talk to him. Yeah, yes, he. I would love to hear a starting pitcher just after getting shelled one game, and they're <laughs> sitting around his locker, and they're like, "Hey, Ace, what happened there today in the third? You gave up, you know, fifteen hits and twenty runs." Or, well, you know, on uh, Tuesday this week, I did a five-minute interview that kind of threw <laughs> off my schedule for the next three days. So I really haven't been right since. My long toss got cut short. <laughs> this intern looked at me and asked me how I was doing. The whole you can't make eye contact is just weird because you hear that with certain actors, some talk show hosts where, and I understand if, if you're the talk show host, you got a lot of things to deal with. You don't want everybody coming up to you and saying, hey, how are you today? Hey, can I get you something today? Like You want to go from point A to point B without too many stops in between. I understand that. We don't have any policies like that. Right? I don't do that. I don't do that to you guys. Yes, McClellan. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to make eye contact with you? <laughs> no, I, no, I'm saying we don't have any of that. I mean, we, I do, honestly, we do those things on your behalf. Yeah. <laughs> we protect you on your behalf, unbeknownst to you. Yeah. Yes, Tom. From a Danette standpoint, though, I'm not allowed to ask McLovin what he's eating or even refer to food or look at him while he's eating. But there are certain little subtle things. Oh, I don't like Todd. You know, I'll be eating lunch and Todd will walk up and say, hey, what do you got? A chicken sandwich there? I don't like that. It's poor small talk, and he's just, he wants to eat and be left alone. And I but, learned to respect But who that. has the most pet peeves in here? This is good. This is good. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Who has the most pet peeves? Is that what things they find annoying? Or that others Quirks, find it. Or that other, or, or, or they themselves are annoying. Yeah. Because those are very different yeah. things. Because I might have the most pet peeves. I find a lot of things really annoying. Okay. Yes, Todd. I know, and the rest of the guys know, unfortunately. I'm very uncomfortable with a long period of silence, so I'll start humming sports themes or songs Todd is, from Todd is the most annoying. If that's what we're trying to get at, he's definitely got a lot of ticks. And but habits. as far as pet peeves, though, like, uh, that's, to me, that's something a little different. That, is like, Todd to the mo- things a certain way. Is Todd the most annoying person in this? Hour one poll question? Yes, in this room. <laughs> I think yesterday at the end of the show, we were like, we should do a poll question, most, most punchable Danette. And I went... Uh, no, I don't think we need to encourage anything. We're not actively asking you to do well, it. Well, it feels like that. No. You don't want, you know, the audience doesn't know. They're, they could be like, hey, you, you said punch, you know, uh, McLovin. Ugh. Yeah, we don't encourage that. I mean, if it happens, it happens. But I, as long as it's on camera, <laughs> that's all I care about. Is that we don't encourage, we uncourage. Yeah. That means uncourage is like, don't do that. By the way, uh, if you're watching on Peacock, we got a great piece of video with Mario. During the commercial break, Mario's on this little scooter because he had a high ankle sprain. Grade two. Grade two ankle sprain playing hoops. And he's on a little scooter. And, uh, you know, where you have one knee on the scooter and it didn't go well. He has a little handlebars, a little basket and two brakes. Mandlebars. And uh, so if you're watching on Peacock during the break... Mario goes down. Back after this with C-Web. Dan Patrick Show. It is amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on it. How much you can earn. That's amazing, right? Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. When it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking that all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Coming up a little bit later on, Robert Ori. He's got seven chips. 
Should he be in the Hall of Fame? Rudy Tomjanovich's coach came out at his Hall of Fame induction speech and said, yep, he should be. And then there were quite a few people who were talking about Robert Oring. Let's uh, bring in Chris Weber, who is going into the Hall of Fame. Do I have to call you Hall of Famer now, or do I? can I wait till next year, Chris? Hey, man, I don't know, man. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do is cool with me. Okay, but does your wife call you Hall of Famer? How does it work around the house? Oh, hell no. She's happy, but I know she'll never call me that. She'll, you know, she, maybe she'll call me Hall of Famer when I'm taking out the trash or something. Yes. You know, playing with me, but no, my father, he did it when I called and told him. And uh, it was it was a really, it was a really cool feeling having him be the first to say it, knowing that, you know, my dad has never called me anything but boy or son or hey, you know, my whole life. So it was pretty cool. How emotional was that for you when you called your dad? You, you know, tell the truth, Dan, I'm really like uh, still kind of, I, I want to call it a state of shock, but it, it, uh, the weight of it hasn't hit me. I, I know what it means, or I, I'm continuing to learn what it means. Uh, but when I called my father, that was a special moment. You know, uh, you know, the parents, they go through everything. And just being a father of young kids now, I can't imagine how my father and mother did with five kids that we married 50 years this summer in July. So... <clears throat> It was a special, you know, special moment for him as a guy from sort of Mississippi. He was just going through his life saying, you know, it's really cool I did it, but as a father, he never thought as a child, when he was a child, that, you know, he would have kids, uh, you know, kind of do what his kids have done. So it's awesome. You think Robert Ory's a Hall of Famer? I think he's I think he's known for winning. I think the teams that he's won championships for all said they wouldn't have won without him. Um, I know he took one for me, <laughs> so I definitely have to uh, I definitely have to you know put him in there just just because we just we, you know we talk about all these clutch players and guys are clutch during the regular season, guys are clutch during their whole career, but has there been anyone more clutch than Robert Ory? I don't know. Yeah, I wondered about that, though, because, you know, he didn't even score 10,000 points. He wasn't a starter. But when a game was on the line, he was the guy that you had to account for. You can't write the history of the NBA without Robert Ory. But I wonder what that cutoff is. I mentioned that Derek Fisher has five rings. He's played in, the I think, as many postseason games as anybody in history. And I think he's tied with LeBron. So I don't know. You know, we've been talking about Julian Edelman with the Patriots. Is he a Hall of Famer, even though he wasn't a Pro Bowl player? Like, it's kind of weird that, you know, you're trying to figure this out. Uh, it feels like a moving target. Yeah. And, you know, Edelman was one of my favorite players during the playoffs. He didn't care what he did during a regular season. You know, he was going to be in that little slot position and kill you. You know, that I really um, – I don't, Wait, I don't are know you a Patriots you know, fan? How many ever years? No, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Lions fan, recovery Lions okay. fan. But and we're gonna, we're gonna win this year. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm a fan of different players. Like for instance, this year, watch out for the Rams. I have them early. They're going to the Super Bowl because they have my quarterback. They got my quarterback, and so oh. I'm following them. But um, I was just, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be good. But um, you know, it's really hard to tell. The last few years. I've been thinking about these conversations and comparing players and stats and things. And it just kind of, it really gets messy when, you know, you don't have any metrics to, you know, compare against. And so it just turns to the The uh, Warriors with the Lakers last night, what did you see that would be of concern if you're a Laker fan? 
Uh, the slow start of the Lakers, uh, the fact that uh, they had to take Drummond out. Uh, you know, I thought that Drummond was the prize of the of the season because I thought if he just came and did what he's supposed to do, and that's just rebound, just put back shots, um, just play defense, I, I thought they were going to be really intense and really tough. I still think the, the Lakers are my favorite with, with those three, but um, it, it would concern me the slow start uh, that they got off to because you can't really do that in the playoffs, especially not against uh, great coach teams like Phoenix and others. But you got Phoenix now coming up. Would the Lakers fare better against Phoenix than they would Utah? That's a good question. I, I think the Lakers are just when, when they're playing down defense. I mean, defensively, when Vogel is done with them, I, I just love it. And so defensively, they're so long and switch to communicate, um, whether it's Caruso or whether it's AD. And so I like them defensively. I don't know who would be the tougher. I think Utah is probably happy that they get to wait and hopefully get their point guard back. But right now, I, I just think that. No matter who LA's, no matter who the Lakers play, they're going to have to play with the same sense of urgency because uh, they don't have uh, they don't have that room to just play around. When you get switched on LeBron, what's that feeling like? Whoa! Uh, the first thing you do is look at what ball he has the hand in, what hand he has the ball in. Then you try to shade him to that side, and then you're going like this, which means y'all better be in the back and, and help. You know, I was there. <laughs> I was there in Detroit, man, and um, I really honestly thought that the Pistons, you know, was going to be my first chance to win a championship because that was one of the best locker rooms I was in. And he had 25, I think, on us in the fourth quarter, and I had never seen anything like that with some of the best defenders on the Pistons that I've ever played with. And so he's so strong. First, his IQ is incredible. He's so strong. He takes the shots that he wants. And then right when you think that you're doing your best job and help comes, he finds somebody else in the corner. And, you know, I mean, Bowie Gibson or whoever hit six threes on us because we were going after LeBron. So he's he's one of the greatest just because um, he understands how great he is and he's unselfish, so he's tough. Does he talk trash? No, nah, he wasn't talking trash to me. No, but, I mean, I think he did maybe the rip and guys. He knew a little bit, but no. You know, he's one of – I think he studied Jordan and, and those guys, so – he waits for the big shot or the big moment and, you know, kind of talks junk with his gestures or his eyes. You see him hit the three last night and stay calm. That was kind of a gesture right there, you know, in itself. But Jordan, like, I don't have to talk junk. because. But Jordan <laughs> didn't talk until it was a big moment. So during the early part of a game, he wouldn't say anything? Oh, no, Jordan would talk. All the, no, yeah, Juwan and I, Juwan, uh, thanks for the shirt, by the way, Juwan. Juwan and I, um, <laughs> Juwan was from Chicago. We played against... Uh, Jordan in the summer, those type of things. And so we would talk to Jordan because Jerron and I felt like we had nothing to lose and <laughs> let's just give it our all and have some great stories to tell our kids about. So, yeah, Jordan, <laughs> oh, he, he would talk from the – if you wanted to talk, he would talk. And, again, I, I think I told you the story about the playoffs when we got off the bus <laughs> and inside of a non-smoking building, Jordan smoking a cigar before the game standing and leaning on his Ferrari as we're getting off the bus. And he goes, hey, Chris, Juwan, who's going to check me tonight? And we were – I've always prided myself on being, like, the best teammate. But this night I let my man down because we both looked back and said, Calvert got you. And uh, he gave us 55 in a playoff game. Uh, he gave Calvert 55. He didn't give you 55. 
Uh, he probably gave me about 17 of them, but uh-huh. we just, I mean, I, Calvert looked at us too. It was, it was, it was <laughs> he looked at us so helpless, like, really, really, you're going to do that to me? So, <laughs> sorry uh, about that, Calvert. <laughs> uh, Hall of Famer Chris Weber joining us on the program. That was a nice moment with you and Jalen Rose on uh, ESPN. Uh, don't know, it's a long time coming, but is it more than that, or was it just that that moment that you guys got to share? It was just that moment. Um, I didn't know he was going to interview me. Uh, I thought Maria was. And, you know, right before the interview, uh, he interviewed me. And so um, everything I said there I meant, and I've said it, you know, before in other interviews. But he knows. I mean, I mean you got you to go into a room and talk, fight, wrestle, something. You know, so that was a great moment. But from all the papers, but from what I heard, you know, we made up and things like that. We still have to talk with Roman. So that was the first time we talked. Um, it was an awesome moment, especially for our, our parents, our family. I love his sister. You know, our families are, are close. Um, but, yeah, no, we still have to talk. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times you'll have family members who don't talk to family members, but everybody else in the family goes, why don't you two just get in a room and talk? Yeah, that, that's, 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 you know, um, what happens uh, up until uh, the day his beautiful mother um, um, had her home going. You know, our parents were close, you know, every, everybody's close. That's, that's what it is. It's just an issue of, he knows what it is. We just have to go into a room and talk. That's just, that's, just, that's just the way that I am. I've always been like, okay, I get the world. I get, you know, the games and everything, but true friends should be able to, you know, talk and have fun. But who knows? Maybe, you know, we'll be, you know, sitting up there arguing on TV one day. You never know. So, you know, I think that's coming. Uh, relationship, you know, talking all that, but no, that was our first conversation. And, and you know, it was a, it was a really, uh, it was at a, it was at a really cool time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that somebody played with at the age of 13 is actually on one of the best networks ever in sports and they get to introduce you. So it was a, it was a moment of, you know, whoa, I haven't talked to them all. It was a moment of, wow, this is pretty cool. Remember the stuff we used to do. And then it was just more so of, you know, just being in the moment. So I, no matter how it happened, I appreciated the moment. I appreciated being able to share that uh, with all of Detroit, you know, having Jay do the interview. But yeah, we, we didn't talk, but it wasn't awkward. Well, hopefully it's a start. Yeah. Hopefully it's a start. Uh, congrats on the, uh, the Hall of Fame, Chris. And uh, we appreciate your time as always. Love the stories and uh, hope to uh, talk to you again soon. Hope to talk to you soon. soon. Thanks. That's uh, Chris Weber, member of the 2021 Basketball Hall of Fame class. We'll take a break. We got our play of the day coming up next. Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it! I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. 
check this out. They get it to Caldwell Pope, almost lost it. Shot clock at seven. James, two defenders on him to Caldwell Pope inside. He's tied up by Green. Throws it back up top. James puts up the three. Oh, it's gone! LeBron James from downtown as the shot clock expires. A desperation heave, and the Lakers are up three. Mike Breen with the call. Hall of Famer Mike Breen, courtesy of the mothership. LeBron, from 34 feet out, sends the Lakers into their first-round matchup with the Suns. Series begins on Sunday. That is your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by M-Drive. Go to mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive, the everyday supplement that I take on this program. By the way, one of the things that makes the PGA Championship special is all the regular PGA Tour players in it. Also, 20 club professionals that qualify via a play-in tournament. These guys are literally the guys who are giving us lessons. They run pro shops as their day job. We have a podcast exclusive with Callaway's Brett Walker, a Sunnybrook Golf Club pro, assistant pro who's playing in his first PGA Championship, available where podcasts are available. This was an article that uh, came out last night. Mike Finger is uh, the writer. Is this a San Antonio newspaper? Yeah, San Antonio News Express, I believe. Okay. And I mentioned this while I'm watching the game last night. When Pop walked off the floor, I wondered if that's the last time I'll see him as an NBA head coach. Mike Finger ends his column today saying, but on Wednesday night as he talked about how proud he was about this team, and how optimistic he is about the franchise's future, even as he shot down specific questions about what's next, it was difficult not to think about how, even with no pump and no celebration, and not so much as a wave goodbye, it all might have been fitting. And then he ends it with, if this was the end. That was the feeling. Now, he says he's really proud of his team, and I understand that, but he's 72 years of age. I don't know if he's going to be coming back, but it, it wouldn't be shocking if the Spurs said nothing about this, that they waited till after the Olympics. I still go back to when the Spurs won the title, and this was against the Knicks, and I remember trying to get Popovich to do an interview on the stage, and he waved me off. It was just not about him. It's never been about him. He's, I think by most people's assessment, he's been a great player's coach. Tough, but a great player's coach and caring about his players. And his point was, and I think he even realized that he might have embarrassed me because I'm trying to get him to come over and do this interview. It's Greg Popovich. And he just waved me like, nope, I don't want any part of this. And uh, then I realized that that's just who he is. He just didn't want to. He didn't need it. Let's put it that way. There are a lot of coaches who are waiting for you or they position themselves. Hey, I want the credit. Give me credit. Don't forget about me. Pop has never been that way selfless and that was one of those moments where he could have easily taken a bow and he wanted no part of it because in his mind in his words they did it talk to them 
But look at the personalities that you had there. You know, David Robinson, not, I mean, gregarious guy, fun guy, but not a self-promoter. Tim Duncan, not a self-promoter. And they kind of embody the personality of their head coach. You know, Ginobili didn't say a lot. His personality was the way he played. I mean, profile was, you know, profile was important, I think, to Tony Parker. You know, he was married to Eva Longoria. You know, this was a big deal, uh, you know, being a Hollywood actress there. But that's that's about it. I mean, you had Brent Berry, uh, Matt Bonner, not Bruce Bowen, but it all worked together. They all made it. They they made it work. So maybe that maybe he comes back. I hope he comes back. But if he wants to come back and he gets that opportunity, great. It's not like you go, boy, he's seventy two. He should retire. If he loves this, I just don't know. And and look, this is selfish on my part when I watch this. That I always saw him in meaningful games with relevant teams, and I don't see him in meaningful games with relevant teams. But that doesn't mean that's not what he loves doing. He might say, hey, you left ESPN, like you kind of disappeared, like you did it for what you wanted to do. He's right. And if this is what he loves, he truly loves coaching, good for him. I just got that feeling last night that that might be it for Greg Popovich. All right, McLevin, you got a poll question for me? Okay, we got a few options. All right. Starting with the no-hitter. Would you rather watch a no-hitter or like a 10-8 slugger, slugfest in baseball? Which which do you flip? I mean, we couldn't get Paulie to turn the channel last night, but would you watch like a, I don't know, maybe 15-12 home run fest? Would I rather be at a game where there was a no-hitter or a game that was a softball-like score? Is that what we're asking? Yeah, exactly. I, I saw two no-hitters in person. Not your team, though. Not yeah, uh, They, they no-hit the Reds. I was not there for Tom Seaver's no-hitter, but Rick Wise, and he hit two home runs. Imagine that. You no-hit your, he no-hits your team and hits two home runs. And the other one was Kenny Holtzman, who beat the Reds. And we had Johnny Bench on yesterday, uh, you know, saying that he tried to bunt to get a hit. By the way, I went back. The score is one nothing. That's why you bunt, Todd. I know you that said that changes it was, things a little bit. I wasn't aware of what the score was. Oh, well, you had no problem calling out Johnny Bench saying it was weak, but you didn't do any research. I didn't do any research, and I still think it's weak to stick your bat out as a desperate attempt. To I get think you should apologize to Johnny Bench in America. That's today. not going to happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I love Johnny Bench. He's my sincere apologies. A one nothing game. You got to get on base and try to tie or win the game. Thank you, Todd. Yes, McClellan. When I was a kid, uh, during the day, the Phillies would go play the Cubs when the wind was blowing out and it was a home run fest. It was the greatest games of all time. Yeah, that was fun because Mike Schmidt, if Mike Schmidt played at Wrigley Field, he would have hit 800 home runs. 805 he was on pace for. You're right, Dan. He, he hit like 790 against the Cubs. It was When I was a kid, I thought Mike Schmidt was the greatest athlete on earth because I watched Cubs games. There was a game in 79, uh, Phillies at Cubs, 23-22. It yep. only went one extra inning. Yeah. And uh, there's 20, there was, uh, there's 50 hits in the game. Oh, God. Yeah, it was the anniversary of that the other day. Philly, Philly lives for that day. That was the biggest game. But now home runs are generic. Now no one cares. Corey Kluber threw his uh, second no-hitter, is that right? Or is that his first no-hitter? I think it's first no-hitter. First first two no-hitter. Cy Youngs. Two Cy Youngs. 
I was curious, the uh, number of players, pitchers in the Hall of Fame who uh, have multiple Cy Youngs, so two times Cy Youngs. Denny McLean is not in the Hall of Fame. Brett Saberhagen's not in the Hall of Fame. Johan Santana's not in the Hall of Fame. Bob Gibson is, Tom Glavin is, Roy Halladay, Gaylord Perry in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Tim Lincecum is not in the Hall of Fame. Anybody else that we uh, missed on that list? Well, there's guys who have like seven or eight, uh, or five, four or five or six who are in, like Clemens. And the, well, why? I know. What, who has the most Cy Youngs who's not in the Hall of Fame? I think two is the most. I'll double check okay. that right now. All right. Coming up next hour, I have no idea. How's that for honesty? I'm going to do next hour. I have no idea what we're doing next hour. Close out first hour with ZipRecruiter. It's a full-time job, trying to find a full-time job, and ZipRecruiter knows this, but they make that job search a whole lot better and a whole lot easier. Here's how. When you sign up on ZipRecruiter.com, you create a free profile. Then you get matched to great jobs, but also a lot more. ZipRecruiter proactively pitches your profile to employers whose jobs match your experience. Unlike other job sites, if an actual person from that company really likes what they see, they can personally invite you to apply to the job. ZipRecruiter is the number one rated job site in the United States. If you like a job, you can apply to many others with just one click. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? Doesn't have to be a full-time job looking for a full-time job. It's the easiest job search. Sign up for free now at ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter.com today. Sign up absolutely free and put ZipRecruiter to work for you. Good luck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 